It is live one and with you right throughout, certainly for the next hour or so, and a happy hump day to you. Uh, well, I don't know if people get confused with that. Hump day, by the way, is Wednesday, of course, because now I don't know whether it means that you're supposed to have a hump on a Wednesday, you know what I mean? Uh, or is it just because it's the hump in the middle of the week? In other words, you know, you have still a half of the week to go and half the week gone, so you're at the top of the hill of the hump. I think that's probably where it comes from, most likely. Now, a lot to get to, including, of course, Russell Brand is still back in the news again. We're not going to be talking about it today, but I think it's an interesting story. And he has been cancelled from everything now, more or less. All his TV shows, Netflix have removed everything, BBC have removed everything, ITV have removed everything from the catch-up. Um, he's lost his tour has been postponed. Not cancelled, but postponed. And he's lost all his monetization from YouTube. Uh, so, in other words, he's unable to earn a living currently at the moment. Now, he hasn't posted anything on Twitter in the last four days. And uh, I mentioned it last night briefly. I don't really know Russell Brand. I don't know very much about him. I've never actually liked him. Um, I think he's a good wordsmith. I think he's good at words. Um, I think he's vile. I don't like his humor. I think it's disgusting. I think it's very old school. Um, although I know he has changed somewhat in the last four or five years, and people have theories about that as well. Um, but the one thing I will say, and Margaret Thatcher once said, uh, the day, of course, that we have trial by TV, as she called it, or media, as we call it nowadays, is the day that we might as well get rid of the justice system. And I think it's really unfair that we have television stations and uh, YouTube and everybody else basically being the judge and the jury. Now, I don't know whether Russell Brand is guilty as charged or not charged yet, certainly, but as charged by the media or if he's innocent. Um, and there still certainly seem to be a lot of stories coming out in relation to Russell Brand from different people now, as would be the case when you've got a television program aired like that. Um, if indeed he's charged, and if indeed he goes before a jury of his, his peers, and if indeed he's found guilty of something, absolutely I have no sympathy whatsoever. But until that time, people should have a presumption of innocence, and that presumption of innocence should always remain. And destroying somebody's livelihood or career over what might be or might not be a guilty charge um, is wrong, and we need not go down that route in society. Cancel culture needs to stop. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. Now, before we start as well, can I mention that, uh, of course, the doll opens today, uh, but the Garnashia Corner, you know, in they basically inserted these barriers where people normally traditionally would have their protests today outside the doll, when the leaders of the three main government parties, or our government, um, would be there to answer their questions. But they're not there, because where are they? They're on a Jolly Boys Day out in New York, and they have been for the last two days, and I don't think they're due back till tomorrow or the next day. So they get, like, more holidays than a schoolchild, and yet they can't even be back there to address the concerns of the citizens. You know, it just blows, it's mind-blowing. And remember, of course, these three people, um, Michal Martin, Leo Varadkar and Eamon Ryan, between them, couldn't even garner more than 30,000 votes in a population of 50 million people. Remember, that's all they got, 30,000 votes between them. Leo Varadkar, of course, you know, was probably not going to be elected at all. It was only in the fifth county he actually got elected. Eamon Ryan shouldn't even be in government with the Green Party. The only reason he's there is because Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael needed a few seats just to get into government. So he shouldn't be there because they only got something like 2.5% of the national vote and they're going to be obliterated in the next election. So it's quite bizarre that you've got these three people who really aren't that popular after all, over in America, on the day that the doll reopens, the parliament here in Ireland, um, you know, and the people have concerns because, of course, their wallets are getting emptier in relation to energy crisis, homeless crisis, immigration, all the different concerns they have, and they're not even there to answer the concerns after having almost three months holiday. <laughs> it's mind-blowing, only in Ireland. Anyway, the first thing I want to talk about, and the main thing I want to talk about today, because it's an interesting story, and Aer Lingus is hiring 200 cabin crew 
and there are salary per or the interesting salaries perks, but there are also height restrictions. And they've also said, don't apply more or less if you have visible tattoos or piercings. You must be at least five foot two tall. That's obvious because you've got to reach up and put stuff in the lockers and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? That's kind of obvious, isn't it? That you have to be that kind of high. Um, uh, you must be able to swim 25 meters um, unaided. I'm assuming that's if the plane ditches into the sea or something like that. But well, really, what's the point? If the plane ditches into the sea, it doesn't really matter how far you can swim. You're not going to be rescued. Anyway, um, you may need to be able to work unsociable hours, of course, because you'd be doing overnight flying and stuff like that. You can't have visible tattoos or piercings that would be visible while wearing your cabin crew uniform. In other words, up your neck, on your hands, on your face, and that kind of stuff, or piercings to your nose like a bull. If so, uh, if you don't have any of those things and you qualify, you may apply to be a major cabin crew recruitment drive, which is being launched this month by Aer Lingus, and there will be full training given between, I think it's January and May. By the way, they have loads of uh, discounts for flying. You know, you get kind of, well, more or less kind of really cheap holidays and all that kind of stuff. So it's a good job. It is a good job. And it always has been a good job. Aer Lingus, technically speaking, have always been a good employer. But many of the messages we've been receiving from people saying they're discriminating against people to the tattoos, some people are defending people with piercings and tattoos. And one person saying even her body is a canvas. I don't know why you just can't go out and buy a canvas. But, anyway, but another person said on uh, WhatsApp, sent us a message, said any person or who wants or who wants to be on a plane when you're being served by somebody who looks like an ex-con for your beef and chicken? Uh, I kind of get that too. But here's the thing. Is, that, is this a kind of outdated notion that you shouldn't employ somebody with a visible tattoo to be front of house or to represent your company? And not particularly just with Aer Lingus, but say, for example, reception in a hotel or somebody who's a teller in a bank or, you know, an official job where you're representing the company in your front of house in retail. I mean, are visible tattoos a no-no? And if they are a no-no, why do people get them? Why do young people in particular get visible tattoos when they know it's going to restrict their opportunities? So would you judge somebody, you know, with visible tattoos and nose rings and eyebrow piercings and all sorts of piercings and big holes in their ears? Would you judge somebody? Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, 85 100 55 Send us a WhatsApp message and we'll let you on. That's 85 100 55 We've already got a heap of messages that I'll read out in a few minutes' time. But first, let's go to some of our callers. Carl, hi, how are you? How are you, Noel? How are you? Good. Carl, Erlingus don't want anybody with visible tattoos or piercings. Do you understand why? Well, I can understand why. Look, as a person myself, I have a lot of tattoos. Arms, legs, chest, back, yeah. stomach, the well, whole lot done. Why? Why? Why, Carl? Why? Because I like tattoos. Oh, right. it's, it's my it's my body, my choice. I, lo- I like the art. Oh, look look like at the, the old cliche, my body, my choice. I'm liking it already. Go on, yeah, go on. No, but I I, I, I have a, a rule. None above the collar or below the below the cuff. Right. You still have to re- you still have to present yourself in a manner that's socially socially acceptable to people in businesses as well. Mm. Now, for some of the young people who get tattoos on their neck, and on their faces and on their hands. I mean, I don't think they put much thought into it. They think this is the end thing. Let's get inked. Yeah. And then ten years or twenty years down the road, they're going to say, "Well, you know, why the, did I get this done in the first place?" And now you can get them removed, but I believe it's a lot sorer to get them removed than it is. And by the way, the did you place. know statistically the tattoo removal industry is bigger than the tattoo industry? Yeah. Well, I mean, they have a tattoo expo every year in Dublin. 
I go to it every year without fail. Always have, always will do. I mean, I like going to see the new up-and-coming artists and see what type of style they're doing, what type of work they're doing. But I've seen people walking around, especially young girls, who have destroyed their faces and necks with silly tattoos. Mm. Like, it doesn't make sense. Why would you get it? I mean, you're only starting off in life. I mean, what are you going to work at? But their their attitude is people shouldn't judge me. But it doesn't matter what their attitude is. People will judge them and always have and always will. Yeah, but I I won't judge anybody for having a tattoo anywhere on their body because tattoos have become more socially acceptable. But there is people like CEOs of companies or banks or whatever it may be or colleges or whatever. They will say, you know, we've, we've an image to uphold and old people coming in our elderly people coming in aren't going to be too happy about getting served by a person who has visible tattoos on their necks or on their hands because some people say it looks kind of thuggish. Mm. Or on so, I'm not saying that. that that's what yeah, no, I know. I know. I, but, but isn't that always been the, the stigma with tattoos? Now, mind you, more so many years ago when they were kind of done with Indian ink and people would put words like war on their, their fingers and all that kind of carry out. So it, it was more about that years ago. The artistry in tattoos has come on in leaps and bounds. And some of the tattoos, I'm going to be honest, even though I don't like tattoos, some of them are beautiful. They're stunning looking. Um, but in saying that, I, I just don't, I don't get the idea of tattoos. I mean, if you want a picture of your mom or your dad or, you know, or a memory or something on, on your body, why not just buy a photograph or get a canvas and put it on that? Why in your body? I don't get it, Carl. Because it's unique. It's unique to you. I mean, I mean if you go in and buy what's called flash off the wall, and many people have that piece of flesh. But if you go in and draw something yourself, you say, I want the photograph of my mother or my father or my brother or sister or whoever tattooed on my body for life because they mean so much to me. That's, I can understand that fully and it's totally unique to that person. I mean, I just, I just don't get why the young people are destroying their, their faces and their necks. You know, I just don't And, and then you got other people I mean, who... You know, there are people out there, for example, who get their wife's or their husband's name tattooed on them. Or I know one gobshite who got a picture of his girlfriend's face on his leg. What happens when she dumps him? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit bonky. I know you can change them into something else, but it's just it's bizarre what people do these things. Well, I had a tattoo of my ex-girlfriend done on my upper thigh years ago. I was supposed to get married to her a long, long time ago. Right. And we broke up after eight years, nine years. I mean, it was very easy to just get a tattoo over. So you just tattoo you something know, else just, over it? Yeah, just tattoo something else over. I could have got it removed. But I said, no, just tattoo something else over. Right, okay, okay. You but, know, you, but you do understand. Now, Virgin Airlines don't have an issue with people with tattoos and piercings because they're very progressive. Do you think Aer Lingus are a little bit behind here? You know, should they allow us? I think that there has to be some sort of leeway somewhere along the way. You know, there is people who, I mean, there is a lot of different religions get a little like the cross or the yeah. done on their hands, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's part of their religion. It doesn't mean they're part of a terrorist organization because they're not, you know. Yeah. The likes of that should be, you know. But the people who have the likes, the four dots on their, on their fingers, you're like, <laughs> What's that no. Yeah. Not, I mean, that's just thuggish, you know. You're not getting a job. But... It's up, it's up to Aer Lingus. I mean, they're, they're the, the employers. They can pick and choose who they want to work for them. Mm-hmm. It's their call at the end of the day. 
I mean, it's like the guards, the, I mean, the two lads who were going for the guards who had a tattoo of the lion on his hand. And then he wants to know why they send me home with a big tattoo on the hand. Okay, it should have been sorted out before we got to the stage of being admitted yeah. to the Gardaí. At the first interview, okay, you have a visible tattoo. Sorry, you can't join the guards. Have it removed. And yes, by all means, come and join. Stay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Jason as well. Jason, hi, how are you? Afternoon, love. Afternoon. Jason, are our lingus behind the curb here? Should they be, you know, should they be basically being more progressive and saying, oh, we don't mind tattoos and piercings? Or are they right? Oh, Noel, the National Carrier, Noel. I mean, they have an image. I mean, the, their image from years ago was always, I mean, you, you remember the ads, the pilots were always kitted out, the air stewards were always kitted out immaculate. I mean, it's perception as well. Mm. And everybody's up with this progressive new liberal either, you know that way? Yeah. You think well, I hardly think Carl is a progressive liberal, but go on anyway, go on. But, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, there is all elderly people out there that just ain't into it. You know? So and what, what do they think the people with tattoos are thugs? Like, is that what no, you're saying? Well, I mean, it, all, it always came across that way back in the day. I mean, it was always sailors, you know, that way, or bikers <laughs> that had it. But don't get me wrong, it's an art form now. It's an art form now. I personally don't have them, but I, just no interest in them, I suppose, you know, that way. And how would you but, feel um, about but, your kids getting them? I discourage them, but at the end of the day, what can you do? I don't own nobody. As Carl said, there is body, his choice. That's the new motto for anything. <laughs> it now, is. It's the motto for everything <laughs> now, isn't it? Yeah, my body, my choice. Well, mind yeah. you, it is his body. He can do what he wants with it. He can exactly. mutilate it or he can do what he wants that's, to it. Yes, and that's the way things are going now. Me, personally, I wouldn't bother me as much. But I suppose you want to walk, you walk into the bank manager, right? you're, you're investing your money for your for your pension, right? Yeah, bank manager one is kitted out in a short and tie and all, you know, looks the job. Go into bank manager two and he's piercings and holes all over his face and tattoos. Who are you giving your money to? Well, I, I, you know, I don't want to upset Carl or offend him, but I'm getting, uh, yeah, no, it, there is a perception. Carl, there is a perception. Yeah. I know who I'm giving my money to and it's not the lad with holes all over him and, and tattoos up his neck. You know what I mean? And, and then they come oh, back there, and it was the man with the sales who bankrupted the country. So therefore, would you give it to the man who looks like he spent most of his life up in the clouds? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Carl, go on. I, I, I never said I had a bad perception of people with tattoos. It's mm. not me. It's, it's, it's the other people who have, a, who have a bad perception of them. And I, I mean, a tattoo shouldn't define how you're able to do your job. It's like having long hair. I mean, I served my time as an engineer, and we weren't allowed to have long hair because... Accidents might happen. Yeah. Or wear rings as well because they get caught. But, I mean, it didn't, just because you had long hair, shouldn't have had any impact on how you were able to perform your yeah, duties okay. as an engineer. Yeah, you're working, sorry, Kai, you're, you're working in engineer shops, so you're walking in with lads, and you're, 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 not, you're not serving the public in that way. And certain people, when they're being served by the public, they expect certain standards, I suppose. When you go into a bank, you go into a restaurant, you go into a hotel, you go onto an airline, you, you, you know, you're expecting certain standards. You go into a record shop, obviously you're going to see them in there with tattoos because that's the place. Trendy, them. yeah, it's cool, trendy, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, trendy. Mm. Yeah, but my, well, as I said at the start, I mean, my motto is none above the collar, none below the cuff. Yeah. I mean, don't don't get it done because you still have to present yourself to the public or the exactly. people. Yeah, but here's I mean, the thing. Ha hang on. You're saying, Carl, the perception and the perception is wrong. Okay, and fair enough. I'll accept that, right? But Jason makes a good point too. That if you know, and I, I assume that most 20-year-olds are reasonably intelligent when they're kind of leaving school and go to college or whatever <laughs> it is, or they, get their, or they get their tattoos, and they know there's a perception, right? 
but they still go and do it anyway. Well, then they're either stupid or so why would you want to employ them? So in other words, so if you know there's a perception, why would you go and do it anyway? Not you, Carl. I'm talking about people who get them on their neck and hands. Because, Noel, at that age, at that age, at that age, Noel, they're defined and nobody will tell me what to do and look at me. I mean, realistically, in 30 years' time, do you want to be standing there with your child at your child's communion confirmation? And there you are in the church and all the and you're tattooed up to the eyeballs. You know? Mm. It, it's, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's not a good look. There is a saying where some of these people, 20 year olds and in their early 20s, will get tattoos. And it was our teacher years ago used, used to say it to us. He was a German. He said, Some people are too thick to be stupid. Yeah. I mean, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the bottom line. I mean, so, yeah. as I said, people don't think before they get in. And that's. Well, they, the, well, they, well, then, well, then they don't deserve a job. Because if you're 20 years of age, as I said already, you get tattoos on your hands and your face or your neck or whatever it is. And, you know, you're not stupid. You know there's a perception. You know it may limit your possibilities of employment. You know that people may judge you. Well, then why would you do it? Just to be a rebel? At that age, you're not, no, at that age, you're not making rational thoughts. You're, you're not, at that age, you really are not. You're, nobody will tell me what to do. That's the attitude. I mean, studies are proven. I mean, you don't really go because you're in your mid-20s. You, you yeah. know, teenagers make stupid second decisions all the time, though. And I see, as Carl rightly pointed out, I've seen young girls and, and very good, oh, attractive-looking girls and they have, you know, amazing-looking tattoos that look wonderful sometimes on them. But they seem to forget... Well, well, they seem to forget they're not going to be young all their lives. It's not going to yeah. look quite as attractive when they're 40 mm, or they're yeah. 50 and the skin starts to sag and wrinkle a little bit. They're, they're going to look... Old granny. Yeah, could you imagine, like, a granny at 80 with, like, tattoos of her neck <laughs> and on her face yeah. and everything? <laughs> You know what I mean? People used to, pay, used to pay to go in and see women like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. The tattooed lady in the circus. But here's the thing, and that's why the industry for removing tattoos is busier than the industry for pulling them out in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Because it's only when they start going for jobs. Yep. Yeah, it's only when they start going for jobs and starting to settle down. Realistically, I mean, not many fellas are going to want to go with a girl that has ink all over her face. I mean, you're, you're just not. Could you imagine walking home and introducing your mommy to a new girlfriend? You, you know, when your mom's saying, what, is she a Maori? <laughs> she a Maori. Well, the, the tattoo doesn't have to be visible on, on your face or your hands. I went for a job years ago in a well-known printing factory as an engineer. I had to do a medical. And because I had my back tattooed at the time, I failed the medical because it was classified as scars. So oh, I right. go back to the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it doesn't have to be on your face or your hands. I mean, that's how frowned upon they were back in the 80s. So, I mean, I, times have changed, but they're still frowned upon if they're visible now. Well, hold on a second, lads. I want to go to Maury. Just before I do that, let's just take a little quick seven-second break. The Nile Boylan Podcast. Get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Slow it down. <laughs> that was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> 085 100 2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. 
People wonder actually why we do that. It's only seven seconds and we we don't actually have an advertisement there because we've avoided that. Uh, That is for the things like iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, because they insert their own ads in them. So we have to give them a point where they insert the ads. That's the reason why we do that. If people are wondering why we do that every now and again. Let me go to Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Uh, Maureen, you've been listening to Carl and Jason. Jason says, yeah, well, look, there is a bit of a stigma. There is a perception. So why get it done? Are Erling is wrong to turn around and say, we don't want people with visible tattoos and piercings? No, I don't think they're wrong at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's up to every um, every airline, even, we'll say hotels, even if, for example, if I had a bar, okay, and I'm employing somebody, I'm, I'm certainly employing somebody who's going to be dealing with the public tattooed up to their eyeballs. I'm not putting them out there, even if they're a hotel. They wouldn't be in the front desk. Mm-hmm. There's not a hope. Because yeah. now they, they don't look good. And if I was flying, and I, if, I suppose I booked a flight and we had an airline that had, we'll say, you know, the cabin crew and that, and in the summertime, and my short sleeves, and their arms are tattooed, and maybe, you know, the fingers, you know, the part where rings go, yeah. but they have tattoos, and I'm here and that. I'd be changing my flight and saying, no. Nah. You know, I, I, I you wouldn't, you wouldn't be putting up with that. Would you say something I to know, them? I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd just be changing my flight and saying, you know what, I want to fly where I'm going to need people who are dressed nicely. None of these tattoos, you know, the makeup done and everything, just d- decorum, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but here's the thing. Virgin Airlines, one of the most popular airlines in the world, um, I suppose the big ones in Britain would be, uh, you know, uh, British Airways and Virgin Airlines. And they allow their staff to get tattoos. I was looking this morning at photographs of staff with tattoos up their neck. There's one woman has a tattoo across her face and her hands. Oh. Now, oh, mind no. you, Virgin Airlines also allow, you know, men to dress as women too. So that's. A, I know that. Yeah. I, I know that. But, 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 <laughs> they were lovely when I flew them. I have to say it. They were lovely. I know, they're a lovely airline. airline. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. they're very progressive in their, the way they think. No. No. Yeah. No, not anymore. No, I wouldn't put up with that. No. no. So, no, no. So, so you have a perception then of people with tattoos? It's not a perception. To me, Niall, they don't look good. Mm. Not if you have them up your arms, up your neck, across your face. I mean, there's people tattooing their eyeballs, for God's sake. Their eyeballs? Do you know? Yes, colouring their eyeballs. Ah, oh, Jesus. They're like, there's people, you've seen that. I mean, there's people colouring their eyeballs. They're trying to turn themselves into, you know, they're spitting their tongue. They're trying to turn oh, themselves I've seen into that, lizard people. Lizard people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they get so their, cu- I, they get their tongue cut in two. Yeah. 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 I just don't, I just don't like, I just don't like the look of them. Mm. Now, if someone has a small tattoo on their shoulder or somewhere where it can be covered, well, that's fine. And but what, not when you have them all over the place and they're clearly visible, and especially the ones on your face and up your neck and on the fingers where there's ring parts, you know, and up your front of your hands and no, no, no. And what about, and what about piercings, by the way? You know, the piercings through their nose and piercings through their, you know, their, you know those big holes in their ears? No, and, no. no, no, they're on hide. No, not, 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 not the ones you'd see, the rings there through the nose and the piercings through the lips and that and the tongue piercings, no, because they're unhygienic anyway. They're unhygienic. Well, no. they're, yeah, well, they well, they're equally as unhygienic as sticking holes in your ears, I suppose. Well, they're not. Nothing there in your tongue. But I mean, what? what on your lips. What, what difference does it make if it's through your nose or through your ear? Apart from what you see. Well, you see, you're, you're, if you have your tongue pierced, remember you have saliva. No, I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to your, your eye, let's say your eyebrow or your nose. 
No, I wouldn't. The only thing I'd like is you'd see some people and they have a very maybe tiny little, you know, little diamond on the side of the nose. You'd live with that, would that you? Look, that looks nice, yeah. yeah. I li- that looks nice, but not these big rings like a bull with a chain on them. <laughs> God, no. Out in the field, you think they you, should be leading them out in the field. You know, you know, the latest thing now is a lot of people get tattoos. And Jason, I don't know whether you're aware of this, but people get tattoos now. And they, in the ink, they use the ashes of a loved one who's passed away. Yes. What? They grind up the ashes, put them with the ink. Ah. Yeah, this is the, the latest thing. It's not thing. even hygienic. Oh, it, well, I believe the way they do it is, yeah, because they use particular stuff to make sure that it's, it's you know, Well, clean. to be honest, Niall, does anything really shock you anymore? So, uh, this is the latest, so you can bring the ashes of your loved one into the tattoo artist, <laughs> and they'll mix the ashes with the ink, and then tattoo it onto you. And then you're always together. Yeah. <laughs> you're all, you're, mean, you're always ever, together. Now, did anybody ever ask the promised fortune that had been cremated? Did they even like the person they're supposed to be enjoying <laughs> for eternity? Yeah, well, I, I see. So, Maureen, you, th- you still think there's a kind of stigma to tattoos. If you're like, if you're on the beach, Maureen, and you see a lad or a girl, for that matter, with tattoos all over their chest and their arms and their legs, are you looking at them thinking, Gurrier? No, I'm not thinking Gorier at all. I'm not thinking that. I'm looking at them going, why? Why? Facebook employee. Why? Facebook why employee. Do, why do you need all that, you know, the, the, all those tattoos on yeah. it? Because they, look, to me, they don't look good. They want people Oh, you're breaking up, Jason. What are you saying, sorry, wherever you are? What are you saying? They want people what? They want people looking at them and they want people commenting about them and they want people talking about them. They're narcissistic. So you think it's attention-seeking? A lot of them would be, yeah. Especially the ones that go for the, the ones that wear the plastic oh, really and that mm. uh, To me, that looks like somebody who just who wants to be noticed all the time. Well, see, well hang on. Stay there, both of you. Let me just go to Morris as well. Morris, hi. How are you? No, how are you doing? Everything all right, yeah? Everything good, Morris. So, Morris, what is your perception of people with tattoos? Maureen said she'd be using a different airline if they had tattoos. Um, like I said, I was talking to your researcher, and recently there was a couple of young lads who uh, qualified to be guards and went to Temple Moor. And when they were examined with their uniform on them, three of them were sent back to Dublin. Because they had tattoos, yeah. Removed. Yeah, and it happened recently in the army as well. I know a phone guys. Uh, who were on parade and the sergeant came up and he says, lads, I can't allow you to come into the army. Uh, you have neck tattoos over the length of your shirt. So, you know, years ago you were in the army, you had your tattoos and everything else, but there seems to be a law now for, like that man said, cuffing and collar is a no-no. But um, I've seen some beautiful artwork now, I'll be honest with you. I saw one the weekend and this guy had his whole, his whole arm done. You know what they call a sleeve? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. had uh, he had the proclamation on it. He had the GPO on on fire, yes. and he had a couple of the signatories. But that's the guy to me that has a walk of art on his body, and he's expressing how he feels about the people who died to give us the free country we live in today. You not get the message? Yeah, no, I do. I but that. but here's the thing: I what surprises me is forty percent of eighteen to twenty five year olds, and thirty six percent of thirty four to fifty six year olds, but only sixteen percent of fifty five and over have tattoos. 
Now, the statistics say a um, few tattooed employees reported facing open discrimination because of the tattoos. 15% of women and 4% of all people, about 2% of women have been fired because of a tattoo. 11% reporting not receiving a job because they had a tattoo. So in other words, there is a strong possibility that you're leaving yourself at a disadvantage by having visible tattoos or tattoos at all if you're going for a job that has caliber, just let's say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, look, years ago it was totally it was sailors, everything else. I think it's come down, it's mellowed. Every company has to have standards. You couldn't have somebody sitting at the front desk of any company with a big tattoo on their head. Or I see a lot of women now with stars behind their left ear and their right ear. I don't think it's very attractive at all. And I've always seen the love hate on the hands. And when they're those the ones, the old the old style tattoos with the the words on the fingers, love and ma and hate and. Ah, oh, it's dreadful. And then, and then you have the, the criminals in town who are in the now with the joy. They have a dot under their eye. The joy eye. Yeah. Yeah, the joy eye. Uh, yeah, exactly. They have the little dot. Oh, you serve me. But, but, isn't that, but isn't this where the stigma comes from? Because nowadays, most tattoos are not those Indian ink type things. They're done by professional artists. That's what young people are getting done. I wanted to get one done, Niall Rice. And I'll tell you why I wanted to get it done. But I found out that the Choctaw Indian people heard about the famine in Ireland in 1847 and they sent money to Ireland. I was blown away by that. Because those people were being murdered by the white man who invaded America. Did you ever hear of a thing called the Trail of Tears? I did actually, yeah. Yeah, and I did. And they were on that and they were marched to their death, but they survived. And they heard about the Irish people starving and they rounded up about $170, which is equivalent to about 250 quid. Or two hundred and fifty thousand today's money. Today's and I money. wanted to express my joy for that. To think that they put other people before themselves, even though they were struggling, right? And yeah. I think that's where we get it from. We help anybody we can. But then I found out through Native American people that I got to know in America that it's culture inappropriate for white people to have Native American tattoos. And especially if you see a lot of people with dream catchers on their body. That's right, but you remember years ago when you were a kid and you'd play cowboys and Indians and you'd have the feathers on your head. Yeah, exactly. But I believe that's culturally inappropriate now to do those things. Exactly, and you know what? You're not even allowed to say cowboys and Indians anymore, actually. You have to say settlers and Native Americans. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. like Barney, do you remember Barney, that big stupid looking purple dinosaur? Years ago, uh, they had to change what he said to the kids. So he'd go to the kids, all right, kids, let's play a game of settlers and Native Americans. Well, actually, do me a favor, stay there. One man who's up with the lingo, who's been on the show for you time, is Adam, who's a Gen Z. Adam, hi, how are you? How's it going, Niles? Well, so Aer Lingus have said, Adam, that unlike Virgin Airlines and some of the other airlines, they're not willing to forgo their rule regarding tattoos and piercings when it comes to hiring staff. Is, are they being unprogressive or are they they're right? Being absolutely ridiculous. Um, a bit of ink does not dictate how you do your job whatsoever. Um, I think, like, to be honest, it's just showing this, like, old Irish attitude of not being with the rest of the world in terms of just stupid things. I mean, like, realistically, how in God's name does someone with a piercing or a tattoo affect their job in any way, shape, or form? How they, you know, how they perform? Well, well no, it doesn't. It, you're absolutely right, it doesn't. But what it does do is there are people, like Maureen, who's on the other line, who have a perception and she doesn't want somebody serving her. She said if she's sitting there getting her chicken or beef, she doesn't want somebody serving her with a neck tattoo or a tattoo down her hand. Well, 
But can I ask why? Like, what about it? Like, I saw, she said that it's like, it's unhygienic for a nose piercing or to have their tongue pierced or something like that. But the last time I went on an airline, they're not licking your food. They're not putting their nose in your food. Like, you know what I mean? Unless, unless the air hostess is standing there picking her nose before she's handing you her well, food. Um, like, what does I'll it actually have to do with it? Yeah, you can answer it, Maureen. Go on, you can answer it. Yeah, um, you said why I don't want somebody serving me with tattoos down their hand and up their neck and that. Because for the simple reason, I don't like them. I don't think they look good. And I shouldn't have to accept somebody like that serving me. The same as you and the, the, this woke nonsense, which is a part of all this. Oh. Forcing airlines and forcing people to do things that they don't want to do. But if you don't do it, oh, well, we'll boycott your airline. We'll boycott your pub or your hotel or whatever the case may be. That's a big leap. We're now going to boycotting airlines. That's a big leap. No one's talking about boycotting an airline. No one's talking about boycotting an airline, Maureen. You're being a bit melodramatic there. Just just hold and listen. No, that's not the point. It It was like an analogy. The point is that a lot of stuff is being forced, be it in a pub, a restaurant, anywhere, like take an airline, anywhere. Things are being forced. But, Kel- oh, sorry for lost everybody. Adam, are you there? Oh, oh, unfortunately, I'll try and get you back. I'm more, I get Maureen and Adam back there. Unfortunately, I seem to have lost them. Um, and I'll come to Bernie as well in a second. The reason we're talking about this, of course, today is because Aer Lingus have put an ad in the paper, and it's all over the Irish Independent today, and many of the other, other airlines have also done the same, because, of course, during the pandemic, they lost a lot of staff, because, of course, there wasn't as many flights, people lost their jobs, people moved on to different careers, all that kind of stuff. So what has happened now is they're all hiring again, and Aer Lingus in particular have said today they want 200 new cabin crew um, for their flights, both for transatlantic and short-haul flights as well. Um, and they look, it looks like a good job, good salary, good perks, by the way. You get cheap flights, all that kind of carry on. It looks like a really good deal. Uh, but one of the restrictions, as well as height, which is pretty obvious, you have to be five foot two, right? So that's pretty obvious. But as well as height, one of the restrictions is that you can't have any visible tattoos or piercings. So that's just it. Um, now, unlike some of the other airlines, say Virgin, for example, Virgin Airlines, they do allow visible tattoos and piercings. But Erlingus won't be allowing it. And um, they said they want to keep their standards. So if your tattoo is visible uh, outside of your uniform, well, unfortunately, you won't be getting a job at Erlingus. Now, Virgin recently had announced as well that they have completely different rules. You can have as many tattoos as you want with Virgin Airlines. Not only that, but Virgin Airlines also announced recently that male cabin crew can wear skirts and high heels. Now, that kind of upset a lot of people at the time as well. So they all kind of have different rules. Virgin is clearly a lot more progressive than Aer Lingus. And Aer, but now, let's not have a go at Aer Lingus. They're saying they have standards. And, and sorry, Adam, I'm just going to come back to you on that. What's wrong with yeah. having standards? But I don't Like, the thing is, this is, there's definitely a generational gap here because I don't see any form of that. I, I work in an office. You must be in a windy place there, Adam, because your, your line is blowing around. I know <laughs> the me, weather's bad out let there. Me, let me move, let me move down here. Hopefully that'll be a bit better now. Yeah, that's much um, better. 
but like I, I work in an office myself. I'm tattooed. Um, I have piercings. Have you got neck um, tattoos you know, and hand tattoos? I don't. I don't have neck tattoos. Um, I have tattoos on my forearms, and I'll wear t-shirts into the office. Um, I'm planning to get a sleeve at the end of this year, so my home, my whole arm will be tattooed. Right. Okay. Um, it's you know, but would you not just buy a canvas and a brush? No. <laughs> no, I look. I've I've a very good friend of mine who's a tattoo artist, and I I trust him with anything when he's when he's putting on the ink. So, but can I ask but, you? you know, but, I, but, let, but let me ask you something, madam. If you know there's a perception, and statistically there is a perception, whether you like it or not, right? So yeah. there is a perception by people like Maureen, who was on a few minutes ago, and like many other people, generally people who are a little bit older, I suppose, not Gen Zs. There's a perception that people with tattoos. I suppose they, they kind of put the word tug and tattoo into the same conversation, right? <laughs> and yeah. particularly if they're visible tattoos. So if that perception exists and you're clever enough and intelligent enough, you Gen Zs, to know that that perception exists, why would you put yourself at a disadvantage and get a tattoo that's visible to everybody? Well, I think we're also clever enough to realise, and this is absolutely no offence to anyone, but that, that perception is, is dying out uh, metaphorically and literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it is or not. You were saying it is, uh, but I, I hear when I'm doing these topics, I don't know if that perception is dying out. I well, I would say it's it's an older generation's perception. There's there's like I have never ever seen anyone below the age of let's say sixty. Like look, even my grandmother herself, she's not a fan of tattoos. You know, every time she sees my tattoo, she kind of clutches her pearls. But you yeah. Know, um, I wouldn't be a fan of personally myself. My I'm nothing against people who have tattoos, but I wouldn't be a fan of yeah. myself. Well, you know, and it's it, but the thing is, I just feel as you know what it's it's my body at the end of the day. If I want to do it, sure, why not? You know, yeah, but if you're covered in tattoos, it's, it's, I expect to see you working, you know, in golden discs or the game store or some trendy <laughs> stuff. But I don't expect to see you say at the reception of a hotel or you know as cabin crew in Aer Lingus. I, do you understand what I'm saying? But the thing is, I would you know. <sighs> I, I kind of, I don't understand this perception because, you know, it's, it's kind of similar to if you were sitting in a restaurant, you know, would you, if there was a tattooed person and, you know, I know Maureen's gone now, but would, would, would she kind of say, oh, I don't want that waiter, he's tattooed, I want another waiter? Because realistically, I don't, I don't know what it's like kind of anywhere else in the country. But, but how would you it, feel, how would you feel if you were going onto the operating table and the doctor, you know, who's going to operate and do the heart surgery or whatever it is, was tattooed from neck to hand? Would it, would it make a difference? Give a bollocks. You couldn't give a bollocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but stay, well, hang on, because I, I do want to go to Bernie, but I have to go to Darianne very quickly first as well. Darianne, hi. <coughs> hi, you know. Now, you um, worked in Erlingus no, as cabin crew, so let's just skin in the game yeah. here, okay? Literally. Yeah, now, just in a nutshell, Erlingus have been very progressive over the years. They have let go, um, you know, rules that were there in my day. But, you know, I think they're quite entitled, as a person is entitled to say, my body, um, and right. you can do what you like with it. But I think Erlingus are quite entitled to keep the standard that they had really high back in the 60s and the 70s. And there, and there are enough of us old people out here who <laughs> still operate under that world of standards. And, and I, yeah, we're getting progressive. Yes, there's some airlines that will have dropped them already. There's a whole lot who don't. There's some religions that that you can't have them in. But um, it, it will happen, but not as quick as people want it to. And I, yeah, I but Adam is, Adam is a kind of young man with tattoos, and he's saying, what's the big deal? It doesn't affect how you work. It doesn't affect the taste of the chicken or the beef. No, so what, what's the difference? It's, it's because people of my own age growing up, 
you know, and I was in the job and it was very prestigious and you were, you know, you felt really competent, swagging your bum down the, the middle of the airport <laughs> in your uniform. And, um, but the, but the, 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 the Erlingas maintain um, a professional image and they want to keep doing that as long as they can. There's other things they, they can't do anymore. And uh, but I I personally wouldn't like to see it, and I and the reason one of the reasons why Erlingas were uh, a fabulous company in my day to work for I can't say today because I'm not there, but the, what they did for me and my self esteem and everything, and I'm sure they do it for lots of people as well. Um, it's invaluable, and for them just to ask me to do this to keep their standards isn't much. Okay, well, hang on. Adam, it's not much to ask. They want, they, they're setting a standard. You mightn't like their standard, but, you know, Derry-Ann completely understands why that standard is there. They have a standard. Niall, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that a company should, you know, it's a private company at the end of the day. Whatever they want to do, they can do Well, it's semi-state. Yeah, different. semi-state. Yeah, but they, you know, they, they're still open to criticism. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what this is about. You know, I, I think... You know, Derry Ann says it's about professionalism, Adam. Professionalism. They won't put you off if you have tattoos. They won't put passengers off for wearing tattoos. So what's what's wrong with asking the the crew to come in? Clean hair. How is having? Well, I think having tattoos and and basic hygiene are two different things. Now, come on. Like, you know, no, I would, no, I'm not saying I'm not. Obviously, yes, but I'm saying Erlingus don't discriminate uh, passengers coming on with uh, tattoos. But there are certain cultures that we we would be highly insulting. And for the record, do you know there's a law in Denmark since 1966 that Danish people are not allowed to have them? Now, the Social Liberal yeah. Party is trying to change that, and people do have them, and nobody has been put in prison over it. But, like, what Erin Ingus is asking, I don't think... Um, is a huge thing, and and I have to say I did I I with the the guards I would be a bit more liberal because I think it's totally it's a totally different. These are the two guards that were sent, or the three guards that were sent home yeah. after their training because they had tattoos. I but with the guards at one stage, you couldn't even have a beard for God's sake. No, that's right. Yeah, like yeah. that's right. At the end of the day, but, like these these this is this stuff is it it is going to die out eventually. I mean, you know, I I've never met anyone in my generation that has an issue with a tattoo. Mm. None. Okay, like, but by the way, just to mention as well, just a, a clarification, Darian, I don't think it's illegal in Denmark to have a tattoo unless you're under the age of eighteen. I think that is not the rule. They wouldn't if you're under. Maybe the age. Yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, okay. for that. Okay, I, I I gotta just stay there, please, Darianne. Stay there, Adam. I'm gonna come to Bernie straight after break, and I know Maureen is still there. I have her back again, but I just have to take this little quick seven second break. The Nile Boylan podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Slow it down. That was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> okay, five one hundred double two double five. The Nile Boylan podcast. By the way, just just before I go to Bernie, I know she's waiting. Ages, sorry, Bernie. I'll be with you in a second. Uh, Maureen, Adam was asking a question Hi. before the break there, and he was asking, "Would you refuse to sit down in a restaurant if the waiter, or would you ask for another waiter if he came over and he had tattoos on his neck and hands?" Would I? Ref- yeah, in a restaurant. Would I, say that again. Would I, would, would I refuse to sit? No, would you, would you ask for another waiter if a waiter came over with tattoos on his hands and his neck? I would, yeah. Would you? Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go, Adam. And, and, that's my, <laughs> and, and that's my prerogative. 
Oh no, it is your prerogative. It absolutely well, look, Maureen, is. Yeah. Maureen, I don't, I don't know how often you come to Dublin, Maureen, but I wouldn't be eating out in Dublin anymore because it's, it's all Gen Z hospitality staff and, and everyone Listen, is tattooed. I like... couldn't give a rat's ass about your Gen Z, okay? <laughs> what we're talking about here is we could have a little bit of decorum. Ooh. And because the like okay, of me and yeah. other people okay, like boomer. me don't okay, like... <laughs> you know what? Nice. You can add your insult all you like. <laughs> they want, they run off me like water off a duck, and you can laugh all you like. No, if you think this is progressive, else. yeah, you are delusional. Okay, There's well, ha- well, hang on, all of you for a second, Terry. I will let you back in a second. I have to go to Bernie. She's waiting ages. Sorry, Bernie. Hi. Oh, sorry. Hi, Niall. Uh, ahead of yourselves, happy birthday tomorrow. Oh, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a kind of milestone, <laughs> oh, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I'm getting I'm younger. Yeah. I'm, for you. I'm going to lie to everybody and tell them I'm fifty, but I'm not. I'm actually sixty. Yeah, and also, get a tattoo. It'll look good on you. <laughs> yeah, I get Adam to pick it out for me. <laughs> so so I, I get the pride pla- flag printed on my back. <laughs> so shock everybody. So Bernie, um, what was I going to say to you? What, do you think there's anything wrong? Is there a perception? Erlingus right to want to... Derry Ann worked for Erlingus for years in Cabin Crew, and she said they're right to want to keep their standards. Um, well, look, at, I came from the nursing background, and back in the day, you had to have everything pristine, clean underwear, and everything, and you were checked. Um, and I, at this stage, I think that tattoos are everybody's personal choice. I don't have a problem with it. Mm. So you, you don't and have an I issue? Think that, uh, I think if nurses or doctors want to have tattoos and they want to treat me and they're nice, anyone I've met with tattoos are not of the year when we thought they were all thugs and, you know, they did it with a compass. It's <laughs> much more... It's, you know, it's much more professional and it doesn't take away from the person they are. And I would be happy to be served by anyone with a tattoo. It doesn't make, make them any different. There's, most people I know with tattoos are really nice people. I've never met, okay, I have I've had a few people who aren't very nice, but most people, that's their way of life. That's their choice. And I'm happy to, they're my, my, my kids could have tattoos. I'm happy. They're not going to take, keep them out of the house because of that tattoo. Yeah, but, but, if, but, if, but if you, the point I was making earlier on, if, if the Gen Z's know, and we're talking about Gen Z's, young people I'm talking about, you know, they're kind of 20s, 25. Yeah, okay. If they know that, you know, there's a perception from some people in relation to tattoos, and, you know, I'm talking about visible tattoos, why put yourself at a disadvantage and get, a, you know, a tattoo in your hand or your neck or your face or whatever it is? Why do that if they know there's a perception? Well, you know what, Niall? Life is bitch and it comes back to haunt you. What happens? You get the little wrinkles, and that lovely st- sign you put in your face once upon a time in your 20s, in your 60s, is going to look completely ridiculous. Yes, I'm going to look and like a star anymore. A of- yeah. Yeah, and like that lovely thing on your hand, you know the way they ha- the old sunburn, you know the old things that come up from the sun, yeah. the old uh, spots, the sun spots on top of them now won't look very pretty. Yeah, I have a few but of them. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That's what going to, your your tattoo is going to look ridiculous when you hit your forties, fifties, and sixties. So if you want to enjoy it in your twenties, that's fine. Yeah, yeah Adam, I hope you're listening, Adam. Those tattoos won't look as good when gravity kicks in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely, they're going to make no sense. Sorry, Adam, but they won't. Yeah, the- uh, look, you know what? No, like for me anyway, right? I, you know, I, I, I like the way they look on me. Um, and look, they might, they might, they might look very different when I'm, you know, please God, when I hit 40, 50, 60. But you know, they will. Now, there's no might about it. They will. As, as a 24-year-old, I think they look whoppers. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy at the moment. Yeah. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, what were you trying to say there before I cut you short? Can I say? Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Now, can I just say there to Adam the way he was speaking to Maureen? Mm. Um, <laughs> 
I couldn't tell you, and I won't say Erlingus, but if I was interviewing him and he had that flippant attitude about older people, he wouldn't. I wouldn't give him the job anyway. Oh, right, okay. Tattoos or no tattoos, because that's what's unfortunately happening. He, there was a disrespect there for the older people. There's generally, like it's, uh, it's, it's, and I know it because I don't get it that often, but when you do get it, it's disgusting. And um, because we are human beings as well as they are, so they have to allow. But hang on, to be fair to Adam, you know, Maureen gives as good as she gets. You know what I mean? Well, when you say she, he was disrespectful, Maureen was saying, I don't care about your Gen Z's or whatever she was calling them. So, I mean... Well, I thank you to Darian. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying, Maureen, that we shouldn't have respect for each other, but I think you're well able to, to take it and you're well able to give it, Maureen. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. 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 I am. Well, I yeah, am, Niall, yeah. yeah. I am. But well, that's what it's but all I'm about. Yeah, but that's saying thank you to Darian for picking up on it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and Maureen, I, I'm, what I'm saying is I couldn't care less um, who would serve me with, with, with tattoos or whatever. And that's, that's fine. That's me. I have friends that's with really, tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying in, 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 and I'm standing up for Erlingus because I told you I've had such a wonderful career with them. And um, th- their, their standards isn't just whether you have a tattoo. It's how you treat people. It's how oh, you I know. can... Your patients, I with them your, many times. They were yeah, lovely. Yeah. And I only flew with them there. Um, it's like an ad in, for Erlingus here today. There recently, yeah. Yeah. San yeah. Fran, and they were fantastic. Well, uh, by the way, by the way, Darian, how would you feel about Virgin Airlines? Let's say, for example, the male cabin crew in Virgin Airlines, you know, rocked up the aisle with a skirt and a pair of high heels. Would you be okay with that as well? Well, I. I Fair enough if they want to do it, but I would I prefer to go to the, the airline that didn't. That's just me. You see, we were brought up a different way, and Erlingus will slowly change, but you can't just slag them off because they're slowly changing. They're allowing for a generation of us to, to be gone and then let things happen. But in the meantime, we have to respect one another's wishes. And, no, and by the way, I, 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 don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Okay, go on. The time, no, 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 hang on, no, hang on. Adam, is she not right that we all have to live on this planet together? The yeah, Gen the Zs, the Millennials, the, or the Gen Xs. The li- but we, but changed, it doesn't matter where the times have changed, you still have to respect it. it. No, but if you've, if you've been left behind, that's on you. Like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I'll give you an example, right? I, I'm one that you will appreciate a bit more. So, um, I don't know, 33% of the population voted no to marriage equality, right? To, to men and women getting married to each other, right? And I men don't... Men and men. <laughs> men and men. And men, women and women, right? So they didn't I, vote no for men and women getting married to each other. Now, <laughs> I voted yes, even though I'm a dodgy old conservative. I still voted yes, right? Because I believe if you love somebody, you love somebody. And that's the end of it, right? But here's the thing. Yeah. There are people who believe they shouldn't be allowed to get married. I respect their views, but you don't. Do you know what I mean? I still respect their view, and they're part of the population, and they should be respected, even though you might not agree with them. I think think when it comes to a conversation like that, you know, there would be a much deeper meaning as to why I wouldn't respect their view, because I think anyone who wants to deny me the same rights as anyone else, I, I won't respect them, because obviously they don't respect me. But they're also denying you the right to have a tattoo on your neck as well, too, I suppose, if you want to take it down to a simpler form. The point I'm saying is, we live in a world where there's diverse opinions, and as long as those opinions are not, you know, sort of embedded with some sort of hatred or some sort of violence or whatever it happens to be, I think we should all respect each other's views, even though you might not agree with it. 
I do. I, I, I get what you're saying. And that's why I said, look, I mean, for me, I think, you know, like even I can agree with with, with all the ladies on here on, on certain aspects. You know, facial tattoos have never really done it for me either, you know, and I wouldn't be kind of too keen on them. But why not? The the day, why not? If I want to get a facial tattoo, why would you judge me? Don't be judging me. I wouldn't judge it. I just, I just don't. I just, I just. Let's see what I mean. Well, there myself. you go. I respect your view on that. So, in other words, so why not respect everybody's view? So you have a, you have a line too in the sand where you draw your line. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Everyone has a line in the sand everywhere. You yeah. Know, it's, you know, we're, it's, I think what the problem is with, with today's political society, and and this is a fault of both the right and the left. You know, I'd say that like even myself as a little liberal Gen Z, you know, um, the left and the right have become so black and white in the last five, ten years that there is no room for discourse on anything. Um, but see, the good um, thing about you know, it is I can talk to you and we, we can chat on the air and we can disagree with each other and that's great. That's what debate yeah. is all about. But there are individuals, say, for example, who are on the left who I can't talk to because they just will not accept my point of view whatsoever and they become insulting and abusive. So so uh, what I'm yeah. saying is that's not the way it should be because we will uh, yeah, never, it's, it's, we will like never move on as a society if, no, we, I completely agree with if you. we do that. Like it's, it's the exact same way. There's, there's people on the left that would instantly call you a fascist and everything else. Like, oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, and, you know, if I had walked down to Dal Aaron today with a pride flag draped around me, God knows what would have happened with the crowd that was down there today. Yeah, but so, I wouldn't do know, I wouldn't do anything to you with your pride flag draped around you. I know, I know you wouldn't, but I'd say there'd be a certain, there'd be a decent amount of crowd there that would. I know, know? I, I stood up in the RDS the other day, you know, at a free speech, um, there was a whole kind of free speech show, we had speakers on and everything else. Some of them you might have agreed with, Adam, some of them you would have disagreed with, right? But yeah. what, what I'm yeah. saying is... I'm there for free speech. I would happily have had you on that stage too. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I think everybody, what everybody has to say is important. Uh, okay, sorry, getting back to the conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> and th that's why I believe that Terry Ann's opinion is equally as valid as everybody else, although you may or may not agree with it. Um, her, opinion, her opinion is valid. I think well, that's why I'm saying is her, her part of the population is equally as important. No, her opinion is valid, but I, I still think that it's, it's, it's a very, you know, if you're in the minority, which I think genuinely, if you had had a massive poll of across all ages about this issue, I do think the majority wouldn't care. Like, I think it's an mm. older generation thing. I think anyone, you know, the majority below 50, I think, really Well, then, care. are we assuming then that the CEOs and the marketing people and the recruiting HR people within Aer Lingus, are we saying that they must be all old? I don't think so. I doubt it. I'd say they're quite... Well, no, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't say this, I wouldn't say this is a decision just from HR and... Well, where know, does it come from? Where do you think it comes from? Well, I would say, I'd say it's from the board. And to be honest, it, like make an assumption is most of the board predominantly probably over 50 that's that's not an, an unfair assumption to make about about a board as big as Aer Lingus you know what I mean mm, I don't know. You, you like, maybe because you, look you need you need to have a certain amount of years experience to be working for a company that big and to be on a board of that company usually you kind of need at least 30 years under your belt do you know what I mean okay and, well, well hang on I, I want to go to Sarah Jane as well Sarah hi how are you How's it going on? I'm just listening to the show there. It's late early on. I don't know what. <laughs> Over tattoos. Would you, you have know, an issue? Would you have an issue with somebody with visible tattoos? Have I got an issue with someone with tattoos? I have two tattoos. Now with visible tattoos, I'm talking about like on your face or hands. No. Do you think they should be employed by a national airline as cabin crew? Well, I don't think they should bother them. Like, it's down to their personality. And if they're able to do the job, but a lot of the, the passengers will be a mixture of people, you know, who will be young and old. 
Um, and some of the passengers might be quite conservative in their views. And then all of a sudden, you know, Mary rocks up and says beef or chicken. And she's handing over the thing. And she has, I don't know, snakes down her hand or something. Or, I don't know, barbed wire around her neck. And a tattoo. You know, it might be a bit off-putting for people. Oh, would it be a bit off-putting now she handed her credit card? The person, like, handing her credit card with a big tattoo on her hand. Would she refuse to take the credit card? Because the lady is paying her... No, but the lady is not representing, the lady, lady sitting in the seat is not representing her lingus, but the staff member is. The lady is paying, is paying her whole job. I know, I know, but it's not up to her. It's up to the board, as Adam rightly pointed out, or the CEOs who make those kind of decisions. And they have a company that they want to represent and they want to have standards. They have an image and they want to try and keep it like that. That's but fair the enough. bottom line, I, I can be sure that the people that are working in Aer Lingus at the moment they have their tattoos covered up. Oh, well, that probably is. And you could probably get concealer or something. Yeah. I remember years ago when I was doing training and stuff like that. When you're going into healthcare, like, there's actually something, the stigma about tattoos, right? And I was told, you know, when you get your first job, blah, 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 make sure you cover the tattoo up, right? And I did get offended. You know what I mean? And then I am worrying then, what is it going to be like when I'm in the job? You know, and then when I was in the job, and one or two people made remarks, like, mm. I was saying, my God, like, talk about being judgmental. And then being judgmental because of where I live, as well as having the tattoo. Right. You know what I mean? And, and how, do, how do they know where you live? The people you were working with, did you tell them? Yeah, I told them I live in Ballymun. And what did they say? They were putting down the area as well. Right, okay. And at the time, right, at the time, the director of nursing was actually from Ballymun. He was living on the Ballymun Road. As soon as I said that, the person said, oh, no, no way, that can't be true. And I said, can I not? So but do you, do you, well, sorry, I, I'm going to have a tangent now. Getting back to tattoos, th there is a perception. Yeah, this is, this is something that I'm going to tell you about, right? Yeah. Another director of nursing came up, there's actually saying things, Checking the hands, the nails, the fingers to make sure you haven't got watches and rings, you know, and sort of like looking at the arms and whatever. It's like being in the army. And uh, I'll never forget standing right behind her, and there was sort of a thing in the back of her neck. You could actually see she had her husband's name wrote across the back of her neck. And she was the head. And, we going and she was going around checking other people. Yeah. <laughs> Cracked up in society. I'm but surprised. By the way, I am surprised at the statistics there that 46 percent of people under the age of 30 have tattoos. I'm actually that that blows well, my. I, I got I really my tattoo know. done. I got my tattoo done very very young, right? Yeah. And he got exactly the same tattoo done, right? And they're probably back in 1999. I wanted to get his name on my arm, <laughs> and it was he wanted uh, the fella someone wanted like 40 euro at the time. I, when I got it done, it was pound like. And I was like, yeah, cracking joke. But I got that done. And it is sometimes embarrassing because if I wanted to wear a dress and blah, 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 I do regret getting it done. Well, then why did... See, this is the thing that I said about regrets. And Adam, you do know, by the way, the tattoo removal industry is busier than the tattoo industry. Yeah, yeah. Because, look, um, at the end of the day, people get tattoos that they regret. And that's totally fine. Like, for me... What, have you, I, what I sort of tattoos have you got at the moment? What have you got on you? Um... Yeah, so I have, um, I've got a rose on my arm, um, okay. I have uh, I have a heart on my left wrist, 
Okay. And on for my sleeve all through my right arm, I'm building on that rose and it's basically going to be just an entire floral theme from my shoulder down to my wrist. Um, just different different mm. flowers um, native to, I'm half Irish, half Kiwi. So flowers native to Ireland, flowers native to New Zealand. And, and are you into nature or something? Is it na- you got to think about flowers and nature. Um, I just like the way they look, to be honest. Like, I, I, I'm not, you know, but... Um, we'll get, you, and we'll like, get you a bunch of flowers if you like flowers. We'll get you a bunch of them if you like. <laughs> but so, I was even thinking there, you know, like, I, I work in a, in a fairly kind of well-to-do office um, in the city centre here. And, you know, I, I have... My, my nails are painted black. Um, you know, if I'm going on a night out, I have my eyeliner in and ready to go and it's smudged. And, you know, and I wear, you know, my t-shirts like you know i wear do you wear makeup like do you wear foundation and no i don't wear foundation or anything like that literally just eyeliner i I, see i don't know how women wear makeup i have when i'm on television that they always put makeup on me right and i hate it i hate the feeling of it on my face uh look i i did it i did it when i was much younger like in my college days when i was kind of you know being gay with my entire personality um it was defining you. Is that what you're letting tell me? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I came out and then it became the whole thing. But no, like, um, I, I then kind of stopped doing all that. I still wear the eyeliner because, look, I was always a bit of a, a goth or an emo. And, you know, so I, I like having the eyeliner on. Right. Okay, so, well, ha- well, hang on. I'll just take one, take one more caller here if I can. S- stay there, please, Sarah. Let me go to Sinead. Hi, Sinead. Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, tattoos. Okay. So er- Erlinga said they won't be hiring people with visible tattoos. Are they wrong? Well, if I was a passenger on Aer Lingus, a tattoo wouldn't put me off at all. It wouldn't? They, no, I was only at a, in a shop at the weekend, like a <coughs> food or whatever shop, and there, there was a youngish girl serving me, and she had tattoos on her fingers, lovely hearts and stuff. And my comment was, oh, they're really nice. Okay. It didn't take away from the job that she did. Um, it wouldn't, I can just speak for me, and as a customer, it wouldn't make a difference to me at all. And I know... They were only small things on her hands, but to be honest with you, she could have had them up to her neck. Yeah. And if it doesn't affect how she does her work, I don't have a problem with it. But what do you say to people who do have a problem with it? And they say, you know, it, it um, looks, there's a perception that it's thuggish, or I don't know if that's the perception maybe from years ago. But but Erlingas have said the reason they won't allow it is because they want to keep standards. Now, it's not just tattoos, by the way, it's visible piercings as well. They won't allow. They, they, they want to keep uh, their standards. Yeah, I mean, as I said, all I can say is from a customer, if if a cabin crew member of Erlinga served me and they had tattoos on their arms, I wouldn't make a judgment call about Erlinga's standards. If the meal that they served to me was worse than it would normally be on a plane, that would affect standards. If the person serving me wasn't clean, that would affect, but nothing, not for their choice of what they want to put on their body. That wouldn't, mm. I don't have any personally, but that wouldn't bother me. You know, if one of my kids decided to get a tattoo tomorrow, as long as at that age, it wouldn't, it wouldn't take so any So if one of your kids came to you and said, I want a tattoo up my neck and down my hands, would you be bothered? No, no. Ah, come on, Sinead. How old are no, your kids? Really, really, I wouldn't. Well, my eldest is 16. Hmm, Okay. And you're a sixteen year old, you wouldn't have a, an issue if they said, Look, I want to get a rose well, on I my don't neck. Know. I no, I don't know what age he has to be. Is it eighteen? Well there are, here's the thing in Ireland, there is no age limit. Um so okay. it's a self regulated industry. Now they are trying to bring in legislation to make it over yeah. eighteen, but they at the moment it's self regulated. So any professional tattoo artist will generally will not tattoo somebody under the age of sixteen unless they have guardian's okay. permission. All right, okay. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be a conversation, but I, I certainly wouldn't say no, and I certainly wouldn't judge anybody by their choice of tattoos. Mm. Um, I think it's, I, I mean, there's a lot of lovely tattoos out there in memory of people, or just, it, it's just a personal choice. Um, I know a lot of companies would ask you to cover them up. Well, um, well, I'm just looking here, okay? So, yeah, there are restrictions still in the workplace. In the military, airlines, medical professional, actors, teachers. Lo- I can understand that actors, absolutely, because you might be playing different parts or whatever. Teachers. And it's a lot of work to cover them up, too. Yeah, yeah. Doing it Te- uh, teachers, I understand, too, because they're role models for children. I can understand this, too. Law enforcement, uh, corporate, legal, banking and finance, hospitality, social workers, models. I understand that as well. And UPS. Oh, UPS. They're the okay, people. but what... Okay, but you, you said role models there. What if if you have a tattoo on whatever part of your body, what does that say about you being does that say you're a, a negative role model? No, but it depends on what the tattoo is, I suppose, doesn't it? I mean, you, you, then you have to see, if you allow the tattoos, well, then you can start deciding what you think is a nice and a bad tattoo. Whereas if you just say, no, look, we don't allow it in this industry, well, then you don't have to make those decisions. I mean, I don't want a school teacher, say a bloke, teaching my, you know, seven-year-old who has, like, a skeleton's head and a knife going through it or something on his arm. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Because I just mm. don't think that's good. That's not something that you should be portraying to children. And some tattoos can be yeah. quite adult, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you'll often see lads with naked women on their arms or whatever, you know, or whatever it is. So if you just say, look, no visible tattoos, well, that just eliminates the decision-making around what is and isn't allowed. Yeah, you don't have to do a case by case kind yeah, of thing that yeah. take up all day. Yeah, no. no oh, by the way, somebody mentioned you can tattoo your eyeballs earlier on, and I didn't believe that. Yeah, but I heard I you believe saying you. that. You can. I'm just looking here. Surprising tattoo yeah. facts. You can tattoo your eyeballs. Tattooed yeah. men seemingly are more attractive, according to research. The most expensive tattoo <laughs> was was made with diamonds. The oldest evidence of tattoos wow. dates back to 500 years ago. And New Zealand is the most tattooed country in the world. There you go. There's some interesting facts. About tattoos. I, I was listening to you saying there about um, somebody's ashes. Somebody yeah, that's passed the away being put into their yeah. tattoo. Wow. Yeah. But you see, you can't see that people's beliefs. You can't, you know, you can't kind of control that. I mean, that's what they believe. And it's a bit creepy, that's what isn't they it? want to do. No, I, I, I don't, look, I, I try not to judge, but I just, you know. I can tell you now, when I pop me clogs, Karen is not going to be putting my ashes in a tattoo on her. <laughs> well, you won't have any say in that, though. I mean, you'll be gone. I know, she wouldn't do that anyway. <laughs> we we know, <laughs> when we pop our clogs, we have an agreement. We already have an agreement. Our ashes are being, our ashes are being sprinkled all over Cocoa Beach in oh, Florida. Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely, yeah, yeah. lovely. Come here, I have to go and do See a you, Happy birthday for tomorrow. Oh, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, everybody who got involved in the show, by the way, today. Uh, the overwhelming majority of people believe that maybe Aer Lingus mm, should remove this rule. That maybe, you know, it's time it kind of went. Considering that 46% of young people who are probably going to go and work for them probably have tattoos. I do understand, and as I mentioned earlier on, you end up then in an argument about what is an allowable tattoo and what is not an allowable tattoo. So it might be easier to keep the standard and say, well, look, just don't have them visible at all. So I kind of understand that to some degree. Some of the comments coming online, somebody says, yes, I think any company who refuses to employ somebody with tattoos should be done for discrimination. Um, and it, it, I believe legally it's not discrimination, by the way, because when you're setting out employment rules, 
you can set out whatever rules you want as long as you don't discriminate based on gender or race or sexual orientation or whatever it happens to be. Uh, Christopher said, ridiculous argument. I'd choose the surgeon who is best for the job. It's discrimination. I've 30 tattoos. Of course you have with this kind of comment. Two of those are on my hands. I can't hide them. Well, then you shouldn't have got them. I've been discriminated against, but I have uh, had older people make comments on them and tell me that I shouldn't have got tattoos. Well, you know, that's entirely up to you, Christopher, if you want to get tattoos on your hands. But always remember, there are people out there who will have a perception of you because you have tattoos on your hands. Um, and there are certain jobs you will never get because you have tattoos on your hands. So you've ruled yourself out. You've reduced the amount of employment you can get in your life, Christopher. Elaine says, yes, it is discrimination. It doesn't matter what you look like. Uh, still able to, once you're still able to do the job. I've over 70 tattoos, never been discriminated once looking for a job. Only time was once I was refused a drink in a pub in Limerick because I had visible tattoos. But that's a stupid thing, not to be refused a drink because you have tattoos. 70 tattoos. Where do you fit them all, Elaine? If you have 70 of them. Eugene says, the way we look is based on the decisions we make. The key thing is decisions. If a company has set a set of rules, then they mu they made a decision to do so. I get you. Having tattoos has no bearing on whether you can do the job well. In fact, I think sometimes makes people more relatable and you can relax around them. All right. Loads and loads of texts, loads and loads of comments. Don't forget to go to our website, by the way. NileBoylan.com You can put your comments on our website as well by the way we usually have a little poll there you can get to take part in as well on each individual podcast that we put up Don't forget by the way we'll never charge you for watching the show during the day we will never charge you for listening to the show during the day we will never charge you for downloading uh, from Spotify or Amazon Music or iTunes or our website for listening to the show we will never charge you ever for that but if you do want to watch all of the previous shows, you can go to our website and register there. All we ask you for is the price of a pint once a month. Simple as that. It helps us to continue to do this. We want to provide this platform for you. It's your platform, not mine. It's not my producer's platform. It's not my content director's platform. It's your platform. We want to provide it. We only come up with ideas. And if you ever have ideas and there's something you want to talk about in particular, please send us a message at any time through WhatsApp on 85 Or if you want to, you can email us and it's nile at nileboylan.com. But that five euro that we ask you for, the price of a pint to 5.99, whatever it is, the price of a pint a month helps us to continue to provide the platform for you. It's an uncensored platform. It's not like radio where we have people up above us breathing down our necks. I'm my own boss. Nobody will tell me what I can and can't do. And that's the good thing about it for you. So you can come on the show and have your opinion. So nobody else decides except me. So what I'm saying to you is, please support us. I know it's a lot to ask, particularly when I mentioned at the start of the show, we have a cost of living crisis. We have a housing crisis. We have people with less money in their pockets. And I get all of that. I know you have subscriptions to other things that you have to pay for that are important. And that's why we don't charge you to watch it or listen to it live during the day. But, of course, everything costs money. And like everybody else, we have costs too. The lights and everything you see around you costs money. So please, try your best to support us. If you can, you can. You can cancel it at any time, by the way, if you don't want to do it. Continue doing it. Go to our website, nileboylan.com. And we really, really do. We appreciate it. We really do appreciate it if you can support us. As I said, it's only the price of a pint once a month. You can do that on the website, or indeed, if you just want to watch the shows every single day and you want to watch the whole thing at your own leisure anytime, you can do that just on Twitter. You can subscribe here on Twitter. Just if you're watching it at the moment, there's a subscribe button up above. 
But we'd prefer you to go to the website and do it there because you get much more value for money because you can listen to all the shows and it's much easier to find them on the website. Anyway, nileboylan.com. Please, thank you very much indeed. And thank you to all of those who have already subscribed. Don't forget, by the way, this show will be up online for you to watch and listen to. We'll put up a clip of it a little bit later on as well. It'll be on the website in about an hour. And do tell your friends and share it with your friends as well. And let them know that we're on the air every single day, Monday to Thursday, between 12 and 1. Until then, have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 